0: 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your
1: office. Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton
1: and
0: tonight. The Oilers have won 10 of their last 12 games. They're actually the hottest team in the NHL. Though it should be mentioned, Todd McClellan's LA Kings have won six straight. Oilers now is brought to you by Digitex. Who wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. It'll be Thatcher Demko against Mike Smith in a rematch of the game that was played Tuesday night, which the Oilers rallied from a 3-0 deficit. Uh, every third Thursday on the winners now for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. Uh, we are going to bring a guy, a guy aboard to the show, often mentioned uh, for NHL senior management roles, longtime NHL goaltender, and with the NHL network media personality Kevin Weeks.
1: Kevin, how are you? I'm um, great. Good afternoon, Alberta. Good afternoon, world. How's everybody doing? Uh, well, it's pretty good in oil
0: country. It probably doesn't surprise you with the team being 10-2 <laughs> in their last 12. Uh, what are you seeing with the Oilers that's uh, allowed them to uh, climb up to second spot right now in uh, in the Canadian division? And uh, currently in the league, the Oilers are uh, they're, they're averaging 3.62 goals per game. That is the highest in the NHL at this time.
1: Yep, they're leading the league in that and the goals for per game. To your off. always great points as you make. I would say that the biggest thing, few things for me with the oil now, is the goaltending is, is locked in. It's certainly been better since Mike Smith's come back. I know he let in that that one that he would have wanted back in the first goal last game against uh, against Van. That was a tough one that yielded to Bull Horvat. But for the most part, he's been great, especially when they went out to Ottawa. Koskinen had a big game too, so they're getting better goaltending. Now you look at Mike Smith's record since he's come back, I mean, his, his numbers are pretty sterling overall. So that always helps, no question. And the reason why it helps for a team like the Oil is they have the offensive power that they do, obviously, with, with Connor and Leon and, and, uh, and Nuge and, and some of the other players. So it allows them to play their game and to still make plays offensively. I think, quietly, Darnell Nurse, offensively, is having a great season, a career-high in goals so far this year for him. And then lastly, I'll say this stuff, and I know you and I speak about this a lot, too, in our own conversations offline. I like the fact that Jujar is back in the lineup. And since he's gotten back in the lineup, the Oil have played well. Jujar looks hungrier. The Oil have played well. And, and I really think that they're, they're a more complete team in this last stretch of, uh, say, 12, 13 games than they had been to, to the start of the season, no question.
0: I just want to circle back to Mike Smith because I talked to a couple different uh, uh, guys uh, about that first mm-hmm. goal against. And I know I shot you a text mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, I I don't mean to He said he wouldn't play After the game his comment was I wouldn't have played that any differently He switched his pads over Okay he's got new pads And we've seen some goals Be scored from angles like that When guys think they've got And I know it sounds like an excuse But can you at times Like during your playing days Did you ever have a play where you thought
1: There might have been a structural breakdown With the equipment on a goal against Yeah of course of course, yeah, no question. I mean, you know, Gary, these are these are the tools of the trade. Your equipment's part of the tools of the trade. I mean, you know, if if you're cutting pipe and you're digging a well there in Alberta, there's certain tools that you use, and you have a certain dependability with those said tools, right? So, I I certainly understand that. But look, Mark Smith is he's been an amazing athlete, and I, and I want to say that beyond the goalie context, I don't think people realize that. He's a great baseball player and Mike Smith would have probably stopped that with his baseball, let alone, without being in goalie gear. So, so yeah, the functionality, right? Fair to say, like, he's he's almost a world-class baseball, like softball player. So a fastball, rather. So uh, it's safe to say I think you could have given him a Rawlings first baseman's mitt and he would have made that safe. But, yes, there are times, and, and he was probably looking at it from, hey, I switch my pads over typically when I'm in this position, my pads seal and I make that safe, but... Hey, nonetheless, sometimes it'll happen. We've all been there. It's not an indictment against Smitty. Uh, you know, he's obviously had a long and very career career. As mentioned, since he's come back, he's played really well and helped stabilize the Oilers to allow them to get to their game. And, and we are seeing that game on display. Certainly during the stretch, but I'd certainly say the last seven or eight games it looked really, really good. Kevin
0: Waits joining us. Kevin, it's funny. I know Mike Comrie told me uh, mm-hmm. when the the late uh, Ray Emery fought Andrew Peters mm-hmm. against Buffalo. I was like mm-hmm. Mike, I mean you're you're a good you're a good uh, lightweight. Like how did you guys not get in there and bail out uh, Ray Emery? And he said stop. Ray Emery's the toughest guy we had on the ice. He was doing fine. <laughs> and, and I thought of when Mike uh, Smith got into, into it with Looch a couple of years ago yeah. at the end of the season, uh, you know, when Luch was still with the Oilers and Smith was oh, with right. Calgary and I, I bumped into a couple guys off the flames after they said the same thing. They are like, we told Tanner Glass he didn't have to answer the bell there for Mike Smith. Smith was completely... You, you talk about being a good athlete. Uh, with oh, with yeah. Zach, Zach Cassian not in the lineup, he and
1: Juju Kera, the two as the Oilers. exactly I, you know it's funny i was talking to scotty Hartmill and i were talking about this on the air last night on the nhl network and you know we we're t- funny you mentioned Razor. god bless his soul ray emery because we we're talking about that and then uh and then i mentioned smitty in a subsequent comment so yeah he's uh he's a tough customer he's a big man he's well put together super hyper fit very powerful so yeah no he can he can handle his own back there between him and Jujar. With uh, with Cassian being on the lineup, they don't lose a beat in the toughness department. That's for sure. You talked about Darnell Nurse today is Alberta Budget Day, so it's
0: going to be a tough day and again. It's coming down the mm-hmm. pipe at 3:15 here on 6:30, Chat. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to factor in long-term Nugent Hopkins and uh, and Nurse. I know you. Uh, I don't know if you saw the tweet I put out on even strength scoring right now. Darnell leads the NHL for defenseman in even strength scoring. Um, mm-hmm. He's continuous. You know what? We should include Darnell Nurse with, but he's mm-hmm. become so valuable. They can't have him do like they need him on the ice. Uh, when a <laughs> yeah, player, can, can throw
1: him. I know what you
0: mean. W- we had Mike Babcock on yesterday, and he talked about the best people want to continuously work at their craft, and they're all in, and it's about the passion. Darnell matches Connor and Leon. Is that why we shouldn't bet on him to continue to improve? In your opinion, Kevin? Like he's going to
1: keep getting better. Uh, he totally will. I mean, you know, listen, my. Uh... I remember my dad watching him play with Don Mills Flyers back home, in GTHL in Toronto, played minor hockey a lot with Mac Domi and stuff. My dad's like, his kid's going to be a player. I'm telling you, he's going to be a player. And obviously he went to Sault Ste. Marie in the OHL and, and give the Oil a lot of credit because the Oil identified him. And the Oil, you know, not only did they draft him and identify him, they've helped him develop. And he works exceptionally hard. He's 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 very committed to his craft. Keep in mind his dad... You know, obviously played in the CFL. His uncle is in, uh, had a great NFL career, obviously, in Donovan McNabb and their whole family. Obviously, Kia plays in WNBA. So work isn't anything that they shy away from. And constant improvement is a big part of who he is and how he's wired and, and the commitment. I mean, something, Stop, I know you, you nail all, of, all these points, but a lot of people in the general hockey atmosphere don't give a lot of credit for it. Look at the minutes he's playing, too. Like, uh, he's playing big minutes. But like, yeah, had two games north of 30 minutes time on ice per game. I mean, that, those are major minutes at any level. You could be playing, shooting Notre Dame Hounds and play 30 minutes or, you know, play, uh, playing in the Kamloops Bannon Tournament and play 30 minutes. That's a lot of minutes for a D. And he's logging heavy minutes. He's a heavy uh, plus in the plus-minus category. His numbers are great. Career high in goals so far. So, look, he, he's been amazing for the Oilers so far and he's been great for them and the oil has been great for him it's been an excellent fit and i like that tip of giving him more responsibility too
0: so you played with some pretty good players during the course of your nhl career kevin was there a defenseman that was really good that could also fight that you didn't want scrapping That you're like i need this guy i know this guy can handle himself but we need this guy playing you know 25 minutes a game do you recall a guy like that that you
1: played with during the course of your career we didn't have anybody that was tough, tough, tough on the back as a D that played minutes that was offensive. Those guys are rare. I had all those horses up front. Le Cavier, Richards, Marty St. Louis, a guy that you might know there named Messier. Is that his name? Number uh, 11, uh, Messier. Me- <laughs> me- <laughs> <laughs> the Messiah, otherwise known as. Moose, Is he otherwise known as. Yeah, well, Yager. I mean, there's just so many of those guys that I played with, but here's a guy that might draw a parallel to that. Funny you mentioned that. Shanny. Brendan Shanahan had an amazing career, scored huge goals, big-time goals, one Cup, Canada Cup, Olympic goals, everything else. Uh, but when Shani was older and he came to us with the Rangers, he fought Brashear one night at the Garden. He literally fought Donald Brashear at the Garden. We're like, Shani, are you crazy? You're four years old. Like, are you nuts? You can't fight Donald Brashear. And he literally, and he, and he, I mean, you know Shani was as tough as they come in his day but he handled himself really well for a 40-year-old man. So that was one of those ones where they lined up almost at center race at, at Madison Square Garden. And on the bench, we were, like, we were hyped that he was going, but it was like, a, uh-oh, this could go the wrong way. But uh, that would be the one example uh, of something that would be a little bit similar.
0: We're joined right now by Kevin Weeks for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, solar. So, so much focus, obviously, on our show, the Canadian division, and you know, but David Drysaddle, Matthew Smarter. I want to take a quick rip in the states. Uh, who, in your opinion, have you over the course of the last uh, you know couple of weeks, the L.A. Kings? Todd McClellan. like I, I just fired him off a message here and just said, "Geez, it's got to be the players." But what, like, I mean, they, like they've they've got along with Ottawa, they've got the best cadre at this time of prospects in the entire oh, yeah. league. Like they don't even have yeah. Quentin Byfield playing in the NHL. The guy can play in the league, but they're bringing him along yeah. slowly. How are they getting it done? Like, have you had a chance to watch the play? What's going on oh, yeah. in LA right now? What do you think?
1: Well. I spoke to Billy Ranford and also Rod Blake, their GM. Two great, two great people in their day and their playing days, but they both have done an outstanding job. Billy, as you know, has done an amazing job with the goalies, and let's start there. Like Jonathan Quick, looks like himself. He's come off of uh, consecutive shutouts, and uh, and Cal Peterson, their youngster, uh, their young goalie, in Southpaw, has been great as well when he gets in. So the goaltending has, has been outstanding. But really, as uh, as Blakey and, and Billy Ranford said. It's their, their veteran guys are not only providing leadership stuff, and you know the difference. You know there's times when veteran players are a little past their expiry date in terms of the performance, but that's over-indexed with their leadership, right, and the way that they're able to mentor and bring the young players along. Well, these guys from L.A., notably Anze Kopitar, Jeff Carter, uh, Dustin Brown, and Drew Dowdy, they found the fountain of youth this year. All of them, and Jonathan Quick, as I mentioned, all of them have not only been leaders, they've been highly productive. They've been great. And then you filter in the kids like Jared Anderson Dolan, uh Aya Falo, Kempe, Bjornfort, some of the other young kids that they have in their lineup that have stepped in and are playing more minutes, and Dominica sorry, Gabe Bellardi, excuse me, who's been great. Right. They, those guys who was their first round pick in twenty seventeen, those guys look awesome. So the young players have come in, they're getting an opportunity. They're seizing those minutes. They see Jeff Carter. They see Dustin Brown and Andre Kopitar and Quick and Dowdy, uh, guys that have won, that have played internationally. They see what those guys bring to the table. And quite frankly, they've been, uh, they've been awesome, and the young players have played well. And Todd and, and Billy Radford and the, the entire coaching staff, too, they've done a great job. And, and as you said, stuff. They have a lot more in their pantry. They haven't oh, yeah. even gone into the They haven't even gone into the walk-in pantry yet. They're just at the little one in the kitchen. They didn't even go into the walk-in pantry with all those prospects. So they're stacked. They're, they're, They're on the right track.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing uh, Villardi come back from injury playing in that 2017, uh, winning for Rocky Thompson in the Memorial Cup, and I I told Todd right. I said he's Windham. he's he yeah right he's gonna he's gonna be a player, and they weren't sure because he had the back problems, and uh, well back. I got one yeah I got, I got lucky I got one right now here we do have George coming up a little bit later on, uh, so uh-huh. it, it it you know so we he's gonna hit a bit on Montreal, but I could draw a direct parallel between number one goaltenders uh-huh. having tough stretches and and coaches getting fired. And I just wanted yeah. to uh, get a thought on you know, Carey Price has had a tough recent stretch. The Canadians weren't winning at home mostly, uh, and, and mm-hmm. Ottawa's given them forty fits whenever they play them. But were you surprised?
1: <laughs> were, were you surprised, Kevin, that Claude Julien was relieved of his duties? I'm surprised because they're nine and five. They're plus nine on, on the one side, and they got off to a tremendous start. I think you just nailed it off when you talked about Ottawa giving them fits when Ottawa's at the front end of their rebuild. I love everything about Brady Kachuk. Love him. I love the other German. You guys have a great one, obviously. And, uh, and Leon and, and Cahoon has been good for you guys as well. But Sturzlo has a chance to be a star in this league and maybe a superstar as well. Their, their first round pick out of Germany. Uh, I just think that in Thomas Chabot on the back end, they've got good young pieces. But for a team like Montreal right now, that's as well built as they are, for, for Ottawa to beat them the way they've beaten them and, and giving them fits. Plus their special teams haven't been as great. Maybe that's what pushed Mark Bergevin to make the move, in addition to the fact that we know everything that's gone on with the pandemic and not every ownership group had the uh, financial flexibility to make to make big acquisitions in the summer this year, and we all did with, with yes. Jeff Molson, right? So, so I think that's a big factor, too, where it's like, okay, we got off to an awesome start. We know that we have an excellent team. We have all the pieces. We're stacked. I still think they're missing a number one center, but that's another conversation. We're stacked, and yet still, well, who are we? Are we Jekyll or are we Hyde? Like, what's going on? So uh, that probably, those factors probably pushed in, and and you, you're absolutely right. Like, we all know how great Kerry Price is, and we know when he's on how great Kerry Price is and how calming he is in the net. His last couple starts he hasn't looked Kerry price esh his last few starts i'd say so they had ducharme there you'd have to think that ducharme was a potential successor um, you know he coached in the quebec league francophone a young budding coach that's put in his time uh in the chl and, and now at the nhl level and for all those reasons you, know, you put that alchemy together and that led bergevin to make the decision but it's tough because had Kerry price then what we typically see from them, I don't think we'd be having this conversation right now.
0: Awesome stuff, Kevin. We'll hook up again next Thursday. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you, stuff. Appreciate you, buddy. And thanks to all the oil fans out there. Hope everybody's doing well.
0: There you go. That is Kevin Weeks for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. He joined us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. We are going to get to a couple of your texts coming up here on the Ashley Fine Floor's text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 63 Ashley Fine Floor's. Providing winning results for 35 years. 122 in Edmonton will take a two-minute timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Soffer on 630 Chet. We're going to get to some text momentarily, but not before I tell you there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less to a task, when outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. And you know that Brent Ridge Ford, I mentioned it often, is a nine-time president Domino Award winner for customer satisfaction. What does that mean? Well, it happens when you treat people fairly, you go and buy a vehicle there, they offer fair prices on warranties and insurance coverage and finance fees and those sort of things, and... If there's a problem, they got an awesome service department as well. It's a big thing. I won't say where I purchased it from, but I'm having 40 fits right now with a television that uh, we picked up about 15 months ago. And uh, we're not getting the service, and it's very discouraging to say the least. Uh, Anyhow. Uh, Brent Rich Ford, they take care of things for you. They'll look after you. So let Johnny, Uncle, Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. Lend a hand. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. And, hey, I get it. It's the pandemic. It's These are tough times. Um, no, But service remains a very important thing. Into... Our Ashley Fine Floors text line at one twenty five seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Fletch from Calgary says Bob Nugent Hopkins gets six point seven five uh, million times six years with four years no trade clause and at least two years of a limited uh, no movement clause with a signing bonus. Uh, I don't even know if you can do that. RNH, uh, uh, I get yeah. I guess you could yeah. You can uh, do a, a signing bonus. And then he goes nurse gets seven point two five million times six years with five years no trade clause, and a signing bonus of two and a half million. Now those signing bonuses um, are going to be. I think you're going to see less of them because of the pandemic. Like, there are teams that are going to lose 50 to 75 million dollars this year in the National Hockey League. So, we shall see. Again, you can text us 7804960063. Uh, Bob, yes, a Polyarvi is better than Matthew Kachuk. That one comes to us from Oilers GM. Uh, yes, uh, no, he's not. Not right now, he's not. I mean, Matthew Kachuk is, yes, the Yarvi. Matthew Kachuk's had 60-point seasons in the National Hockey League. Uh, Matthew Kachuk for as much as many Edmontonians now. Could Paul Yarby get there by 25? I don't know. He's already better this season than I thought he was gonna be. And he's made some terrific read and react goals this year. But Matthew Kachuk is a heck of a player. 7804960063. Uh, Bob, who has the worst contract? Jeff Skinner or Rick DiPietro? Uh, I, for me, part of what happened it was DiPietro the same after he got the snot knocked out of him in that fight. I kind of ended it for him, didn't it? Jeff Skinner, that's a tough contract at this time. Then I'm not sure what happens there. Randy says Bob Nurse has signed through 21-22. No need to stress on it yet. Uh, he doesn't want to leave, and it'll give, given the economic landscape, an opportunity to stabilize prior to signing anything with the team. Nugent Hopkins should take a shorter deal for the same reason. From Randy, I think you have to factor in what you think you might have to pay nurse because I, I think that i'd love put it this way i'd love nothing more than to see nurse newton hopkins with david and dry all start finish their careers in edmonton and i'll deal with whatever that means at the end of their careers okay so if there's a drop-off in productivity or whatever so be it uh history has shown that that's very difficult uh to, uh, to do. Uh, again, you can text us at, uh, 7804960063. Uh, Stephen from BC says, Bob, did you buy a TV for your spouse? Was it her birthday? Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Nothing says, uh, happy birthday, honey, more than buying, uh, your spouse a television when you're a guy. The problem is, I've got like the, I'm like the least mechanically coordinated guy on the planet. You know that show, Canada's Worst Handyman? You're listening to him right now. We will head off to a global news, weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Again, we're expecting things to move around 315 today. Daryl McIntyre is in for Jalen on 630 Chad afternoons today. And uh, we'll get some budget information from the province at that time. But Eileen up next with a global news weather traffic update. Then big George will rock when we return.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers radio. 630 Chad.